The dive bar at the end of the Walk of Fame. The cartilage left over in a bag of Popeye's chicken. Chronic talk from stars, would-be stars, wannabes, and people who just want to hear themselves talk. This is Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt Allen. What a boy would be if Siegfried and Roy had a son. Get him up. Hose him down. Rawhide. Welcome to Outlaw Radio, live from the Light of the Loud, smoking, drinking, interrupting, on YouTube at Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio, and our podcast, simply punch into Google, Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. So many ways to get us, and uh, my personal Facebook page, M-A-T-T-A-L-A-N-E-I-E-I-O. Hey, Minnie Driver. Hey, Lori, you know who Minnie Driver is? I plus I. Yes, I do. She says, Goodwill hunting producer told her she was not sexy enough for the film. <laughs> I got to tell you something. That producer was spot on. <laughs> spot on. I never found Mitty Driver sexy or even attractive, for that matter. No. You, you, wait, are we on the same page for once? Lori? Maybe. I, I mean, I don't find her attractive. No, no. So the producer said, no, you're not uh, sexy enough. Uh, she revealed it, and, and they call this a devastating experience she had with a Goodwill hunting producer who said she was not sexy enough for the role she played in the movie. Why cast her then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess, well, the casting department, but they say here in the article, a producer. So I guess not the producer, could have been a line producer, and that devastated her, Lori. Of would course that de- it did. Would that devastate you? Hell no. No. It's like, I got the part. I'm happy. And then I'd probably agree, I'm not sexy enough, <laughs> but I would make it the best I could. Yeah. Yeah, she was fine in the movie. I liked it. She was fine. Yeah. I never thought much of the movie, frankly. Uh, In what's been described as a major embarrassment for Virgin Atlantic, a New York-bound Airbus A330 was rerouted back to London's Heathrow. You've been to Heathrow, have you not, Laura? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love England. A lot of of blokes there? Hey, blokes. Yeah, why all the feedback? That's your headset. Okay, it's always always me, even though I've been doing this since I was 12 years old. I can cut everyone's mic and, you know, whatever. Uh, 40 minutes into the journey, the pilot of the Airbus A330 was informed by bosses on the ground that the first officer had not uh, uh, completed their flying exams. (laughs) (laughs) The service was rerouted back to Heathrow, much to the annoyance of passengers and cabin crew. Uh, You could have cut the tension of the cockpit with a knife, one source told the Sun newspaper. The source explained the plane was near Ireland when staff received word that the first officer was not qualified and they had no choice but to to return to London to pick up a more experienced crew member. It was embarrassing for everyone, and the passengers were furious. Those blokes, the blokes were furious as they were enjoying a spot of tea, or at least thinking yeah. about it. First officer is tasked with some of the most important jobs in commercial aviation: uh, talking to air traffic control, assisting with takeoff and flight procedures, and should anything happen to the captain, commanding the flight as well. Flight VS3 initially took off from Heathrow at 9:41 on on Monday, uh, but then. Uh, made a U-turn and touched back down, at which point the highly experienced captain set off for John F. Kennedy, JFK in New York. Reveal. He felt secured there, huh? I guess so. And, uh, and uh, I don't know. Laura Garza 
uh, was working out her travel plans. She's 41 years old from Brooklyn. She was heading to the White House. She worked at the Starbucks Roastery in Chelsea. She's worked at Starbucks for 22 years. Wow, that's quite the career. That's a, that's a well, as a barista. That's a long time. She joined the downtown New York location last May. Uh, that roastery voted to unionize in early April, joining a wave of over 50 Starbucks locations that have said yes to organizing. Well, this is the time to do it when you got old uh, ass bite in charge of the United States of America. Unionizing is important for all of us partners at the roastery. Okay, call yourself partners all you want. There's one owner, all right? You're not a partner. You're a worker bee. You poor friggin' macchiatos. And by the way, she was at the White House with uh, the entire group of idiots, including but not limited to the fake president, who kept saying, I'd, uh, I'd, uh, I'd like a macchiato, please. <laughs> Oh, God. I'd like a, a unionize. And uh, if, if you got a second, I'd like a macchiato. Mm. Uh, but she thought, she said it was, a, <laughs> it was a real proud moment. Honestly, my parents always instilled in my brother and I to always vote Democrat. No, I just added that. <gasps> but you, you know that. And, and to always remember where our family came from, Garza said, adding, we came from extreme poverty. Well, guess what? That's where we're, most of us are now because of uh, that doofus idiot stick who you're meeting and you are and it's a proud moment for you to meet the guy that is not even slowly but quickly ruining the United States of America. Yeah. You know what the good news is? Boy, oh boy, I'd love some good news, Laura. The good news is we're going to slim down as a country. We're going to all be very thin because food is so expensive. Right. Babies are going to die because we're not eating. Uh-huh. Oh, that was it? Okay. Well, yeah. And then Garza said, uh, uh, said uh, I'm the first one in the family to visit the White House. And, uh, and it was overwhelming and a uh, humbling honor. And, of course, Biden uh, says that he intends to be the most pro-union president leading the most pro-union administration in American history. Uh, to that I say, duh. And we didn't talk about the, uh, the cavity search that, uh, that Johnny Depp, supposedly performed but and i only wanted to mention it because um that's hot <laughs> yeah but that was that was also his girlfriend i mean or his wife right so yeah what's the problem you mean with the search yeah uh, huh? i mean what's the problem i like i, I like where you're i like what uh, i'm smelling here from Lori. uh i'm with you that's it but you know he accused her of hiding cocaine Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what if I accuse you, Lori? What if I accuse you of hiding cocaine? Ow! You wouldn't do that, Matt. Well, listen, listen. If I get a cavity search out of it, I'm... you don't care what she's hiding. <laughs> no. Oh my god. No, it could be a muskrat, but I'm, you know, I'm searching <laughs> for it. Muskrat love. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Do I have... Okay, I have a few more minutes. Oregon's uh, Menstrual Dignity Act requires schools oh, no. to place feminine products in boys' bathrooms. Oh, good. That's fantastic. It's very oh, confusing yeah. for children, and then when they hit puberty, they have even more confusion about their bodies and have real difficulty understanding what's going on in their world. A lot of them go into depression. They act out, and we're seeing more and more evidence that is causing kids to be confused, depressed, and to have to 
to act out and have very serious problems going forward. Well, maybe they're teaching kids to be gentlemen and to be like considerate of women going through this thing, and they're getting them from the young childhood to but say, they're children. Here you go. They're children. They're, they're, this is that idiot stick, no. Governor Kate Brown, Oregon, mm. Oregon. Oregon idiot stick. Oh, that one. Uh, yeah, and and she calls it the Minstrel Dignity Act. <laughs> there's nothing mandating. No, there's nothing dignified. No, no. you're right, Lori. You bleed and die, my you, God. That's so it, gross. man. That's it. <laughs> Levin says they're turning into snowballs. Governor Kate Brown signed this into law. <laughs> Uh, and they they must they must by law now have the tools in both male and female bathrooms. They are tools. Yeah, it's an absolute implosion of the family, a violation of the family. She said, lamenting the onslaught of LGBTQ rhetoric in elementary schools. That's Bridget Barton, uh, who's digging uh, deeper into this uh, ridiculous controversy. I mean, can't. Can't people it, have nothing to do with themselves. They, they don't know what else to do. But wouldn't you think that at least 80% of human beings living in America would would listen to this and hear that menstrual products in a boy's bathroom is sort of stupid? Uh, at, at a child's level. You're ridiculous. At any level. At any level. How would you like to go to a fine hotel and see feminine products in the men's bathroom? I'll be looking for the feminines. It's all, by the way, it's it's all coming. Oregon, they've got a foot up on this. The ACLU calls for tampons in men's rooms in order to achieve so menstrual equity, Lori. Menstrual equity. Yeah, yes. It's very important to have equity when it comes to the old cycle, Aru. Uh, they're in shock. They're in disbelief. They're angry. They are exiting the schools as fast as they possibly can. And Oregon has literally run out of room in private schools. They're all exiting the public schools. They're saying, enough of this crap. This is so stupid. I would the never go public with Charter schools, they can't get enough kids in there. I mean, they're, they're filled up, man. Charter um, schools have always been filled up, though. Uh, this Barton emphasized her state's education crisis, reflecting on Governor Brown's suspension of all graduation standards. Do you understand that, too? She suspended all graduation standards, so everyone gets to graduate. Oh. She also reiterated parents' urgency to move their children to private schools. Oh, this is Barton saying this. Oh. Perhaps more than 30,000 students left the public schools last year, and of course, uh, the left will tell you that it's because of the pandemic. But it ain't. It has nothing to do with that. No. The truth is, uh, it's a little bit about the pandemic, very much about the indoctrination that continues. True. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I would say it could be worse. We live here in California. We could live in, in Oregon. Do they have water there? In Oregon? Uh, I, no, Laurie. It's a tri-state. Ah. Uh. I don't understand the question. Oh, I was just wondering because California is a dry state, you know, so I was wondering if Oregon was also. Okay, first of all, we're not a dry state. Second of all, um, don't listen. What are you laughing at, Mark? Don't listen to Mark C.G. Boyer, okay? (laughs) Dry state doesn't mean what, whatever. That's that's it. Okay, just stop it. Let's move on. Okay. What happened? Uh, The Disney-owned brand Marvel, are we through with this? Are we all in agreement that putting friggin' uh, tampons in a, in a, Son of a bitch in men's bathroom is stupidity at its height. Only fair if you put condoms in a girl's 
bathroom. Nothing to do. One has nothing to do with the other. Almost. The Disney-owned brand Marvel is rolling out more transgender characters with transgender co-creator Charlie Jane Anders touting the addition of Escapade. And she's not alone, Marvel says. She'll also bring along her best friend and fellow trans mutant Morgan Red. Ah. Morgan was there for Sheila on Escapade uh, when she was first transitioning and the two of them kind of supported each other through their transitions. This is a cartoon, right? <laughs> so, or or a, a super person movie. Yeah, a Marvel friggin' Oh God, we're all in big trouble. <sighs> we're all in big trouble. November can't come soon enough. Mm. Actress Andy McDell recalls having a panic attack right after Trump got elected. She says, I dropped to my knees. That's which, not the first time. Which was probably reminiscent of how she landed her many acting gears, uh, gigs. <laughs> the election of Donald Trump. See, you stepped on my line there, Laura. But yeah. Sorry. No, no, I'm glad you're thinking. Uh, the election of Donald Trump and a room full of men that drove actress Andy McDowell into what she says was her first panic attack. Oh, mm. wah. Uh, Bill Maher. Bill Maher, uh, you know, not on uh, Obama's bandwagon when it comes to a certain uh, topic. I like that. John Legend suggests people are upset over baby formula, but oh, given to illegals instead of Americans are not pro-life. So because we hand over our baby formula to illegals instead of Americans, according to John Legend, we are not pro-life. Lori, are we going in early? Um, yeah. I was adding my math. <laughs> oh, you're adding your math. John Legend uh, married to uh, uh, a dip-ass, but good-looking. John Legend, I guess he's good-looking, right? Do you know this guy, Lori? Yeah. Yeah, I know who he is. Okay. Idiot sticks on parade, and more of them in the news next as we proceed from an 1876 Virginia City, Nevada style bar. We drink, we smoke, we interrupt, we outlaw radio. The legend of the phoenix all ends with beginnings. What keeps the planet spinning? Uh, the force from the beginning. 